It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Coming to you live from South Beach. Yeah. With DJ yeah. promoter Tyvis Powell <laughs> and hip-hop mogul G-Bush. Like hey, man, I got what, is up, what is up with the drove today, guys? I feel like uh, I told y'all I was going to put that stuff you, on today. Uh, you know, this got, is, look, it's all. They even plugged me in. Tell them, tell, them, tell them what they got. Oh, you, oh you know, this little Versace, you know, it's all about Versace. Two buttons, three two, buttons down. Yeah, you gold know, chain. Tupac, you know, look, couple red bottoms walking okay. in blood. You okay. know, look at that. Look. He looks like okay. the big guy yeah. from Cool yeah. Runnings right now. Look, this, little boss stuff. If yeah. I had a stogie, it'd make the whole outfit even yeah, better. Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, G-Bush, <laughs> who, who did your outfit? Man, today, man, this is that Sean John up top. This is that. This is this is velvet too. Ooh, that is. This is crushed velvet. Mm-hmm. By the way, I got I got my mm-hmm. Tokyo drift time machine on it there. <laughs> it, it's so Asian. My wife got to translate what time I'm in. Mm-hmm. I got the baguettes. These, not the these is the baguettes right there. And I got. The, <laughs> is it a baguette of bread? Yeah, and I got and I got the shine. Doubles t- is bread. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Translate that. I got the shine. I, I got the shine Taylor mirror glasses mm-hmm. on. They discontinue these after Sean Taylor. You can't even get this. Material. They just put that on, and of course, Gee, I you got look like the, a mob. What you got on? What shoes you got on? I got the retros. You know what I'm saying? Retro J's. I'm just saying they ain't got these. Listen, they ain't got these. All I'm right here. All I'm gonna say is to shirt and shoes together. That's about two thousand, right hey, there. Man, it's all about Couple, how you, hey, Louis, Louis belt on. You know, hey brother, it's about it's about twenty five hundred dollars just for those three it, accessories. It's all about how you put it together. For anyone just joining, why you guys are dressed? So it's been a versus fashion show. It all started with. Yeah, the first episode where I wore G wore these Jordans and mm-hmm. it was on from the there. So I had to put them on until he got in the end of right. the video, right? Fresh out the box. Right. So, Fresh out so the box, then wrapped in paper. I said, well, you want to play this game, right? Okay, right. let's play that game. Mm-hmm. So I ended up winning the shoe thing because I still to this day have not repeated shoes yet. Yeah, and I still now to, to, so, to, to G Bush's credit. No, 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 don't he's do done that. Five times do the that. shows that no, you've done. What he shouldn't have done. What he shouldn't have said. nothing. He shouldn't have said nothing. That's not my problem. Five times the lease's checks, right? And I'm big. You know how hard it is. It's to difficult to, to shop. This big and yeah. you know how much velvet this takes? How much velvet is this? Y'all really like about whole to see yeah. Anyways, so fast forward. He calls. He calls me out on social media about outfits. Yeah. Said, oh, I got some stuff for time. Yeah. September come, I got something for you. Uh-huh. So he started harassing me on Twitter, just sending me outfits yeah, and stuff. Yeah, put that back. So last week there I said, let me, let me throw something light at you. Put him with the Gucci gang. You know, yeah. came all Gucci out. You know, just something slight. But today I said, you know what? I'm gonna bow out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down so if ever be broke. You, know? you said your wife had some strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm walking out the house today and my wife goes, <laughs> you are so embarrassed. <laughs> and I told her, I said, I said, well, listen, 
Just know that I'm your embarrassment. Yeah. I love you, baby. Does she watch every day? She does tune in. You right. know, now the thing is, with the internet, this is going to live forever. Yeah, you yes. know. And you've got to wear that it's for the, the entire dra- show. Draft day. You know, I feel yeah. like yeah. Dion. These, these will live forever. I'll be back again Thursday or Friday. You're kind of channeling your inner T.O. when he was crying about, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Are you going to take off those sunglasses or no? Jacoby possess my quarterback. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) he's going to hit a couple of those throws. Different kind of tears. Where did you? Honestly, where did you get the Lord of the Rings wizard shoes, though? (laughs) Yeah, where did those come from? I really don't even know where you get them. Isn't that Evil Dead? Yeah, I like them. Those are those are those are those are the Gandalfs. Those like Air Gandalfs. So these is these is still red bottoms. These still Christian Louboutins. Oh sure. Do you think he could find those at one of the resale stores? No. Probably no, not. Nah, he might not. be able to get some paint and throw some, just paint the bottom of them. <laughs> yeah, them okay. them yeah. Them Mike's not about that. Yeah. Well, you guys both look great. Thank, well, thank you. You, you really do. Also, we've got to get a check on yeah. and the bowl. I'm well, feeling better we, today. Saw you, I will we not be puking today. I hope. <laughs> do you feel better? Are you- I feel much better. I, I, you know, I probably could have worked if I had to yesterday, but I was still feeling a little out of it yesterday morning. Yeah. And I said to Mike. You slept 15 hours Monday. I well, I so I went home. Yeah, I slept for like three hours. I got home. Took this uh, medication called Meclizine, which helped prevent. Shout uh, out Meclizine! Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> take that. I don't know why we're. No, it, it helps Ask your doctor. Yes, for yes. Don't just take it. It helped prevent a vertigo, which I sometimes get. I was worried I was getting about a vertigo, Ooh, which I awful. seem to get once every year, yeah. and I haven't gotten it in a while. Good. So I took that preventatively, and that just wiped me out. So I slept for three hours, then I was up for a couple hours, went back to sleep for another three hours, then slept nine hours overnight. Wow. Slept nine hours again last night. So your night. batteries are recharged. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling better. Yeah. Right. Whoa! <laughs> There's our first grunt of the day. Uh, so we be he's going to be okay. We, we are Lots glad to, get to have to. you back. Thank you. We yes, glad was, to have you back. Um, I did rewatch the uh, the scene of me throwing up on the air. Yeah, we all that did. Was a funny. Lot. Yeah, we. Uh, I watched the beginning yesterday when Mike attacked me viciously. Mm-hmm. Vicious, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Um, before I get to you, Nuggets has a story he wants to tell. Yeah. Just really quickly, I want to give a shout out to Cade York, first AFC Special Teams Player of the Week since 2005. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First Browns. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, I mean, the, la- it was the last right. one. Phil. First Browns player to do it. <laughs> it's good to finally see him getting some accolades. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's gone from like this kicker that nobody really knew a lot about to Lethal Weapon Three. I like that he's also got the I don't give a you know what mustache. He's like, I don't care that I'm wearing nah. this ratty yeah. looking mustache. I Leap you, I'm a great kicker. Yeah, yeah, he wears it well. Yeah. He wears it well. Yeah. It's a nice lip sweater. What do you have? Lips. Two things. First, we asked the YouTube chat. Who had a better outfit, G or Tyvis? Mm. We got 180 votes already. We only keep our polls up for 45 seconds, as we learned on 180 Monday. votes, though. 54% for Tyvis. Yeah. Of course! Oh, I need oh, to man. keep it up. Listen, yeah. even an old man would appreciate we'll, this, we'll man. We'll keep it up for the whole show. Look like Tupac, baby. I'm back. Yeah, yep. We'll leave it up until our next poll comes up, which we'll, we'll do in a See, little man, bit. I, but okay. I do so have I to tell a quick story, though. It's an aggressive I can't have glasses on in the building. told you it was going to be. Damn. We like, had I known man. that gla- I'd have put the Versace shades <laughs> on it, it would have really been over with. What's your fashion story, Mike? It has nothing to do with fashion. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I played basketball for the first time in six months last night. Wow. Mm. And two really quick things. Shout out to Matt and the Jesu Church over in University Heights. What play. up, Matt? The what but church? Shout out Jesu Church Italian, and Mescaline. It's Jesus. That's Jesu. Jesu Church. Look at that. I hadn't met these guys. I showed up, and when I walked in, he goes, you're Mike from the show. Ooh. I'm watching right now, and he literally had us on the phone right nice. there watching us. So wow. we spread to University Heights. That was cool. You made his day. 
He's a celebrity. Well, he made my day by letting me play. How did you find this place? Did you just walk into church gyms and no, hope, it, hope for the best? No, I was on email chain somehow. It, it's okay. kind of a long, confusing story. That's why I didn't yeah. know who That's I right. was Appreciate until it. I showed up. But second off, we have the Quell coming in on Friday. Mm -hmm. I haven't played in six months, but he's got no chance at a three-point shootout. I Are we doing that this Friday? No, because I'm, I'm flying to Boston for a wedding literally oh, right after the show on Friday. Oh, my. There's always an excuse here. This is like yeah. the most anticipated <laughs> matchup that has never happened. It seems like you're running from The most anticipated is you and me. When I take you right over the fence, that's oh. the one that everybody. <laughs> that and, uh, and, Jake, and me and Jake Mooney. So, get his oh Jake Mooney, I'm still, I'm still on you. Where you at? Hey, you've got no chance. Number one. With who? Against me. Oh, please. For the third straight year. <laughs> please. Our, you, our you. Black Sox team lost in the championship oh. round uh. to a professional team. Literally. That's, you shouldn't have taken the money for cheating. That's why you're definitely exactly. right. You're right. You're right. Live and learn. Uh, and we always, they're always one run games, two run games, very close. You know why you, you know I what you I came out of the seventh, I came out in the seventh inning. We had a six to two lead. You know what you need? This team hadn't lost all year. We ended up losing 10 to 6. Oh, the bullpen. The bullpen just couldn't Ganged hold it down. You guys had a Jose we, Mesa situation. You, you, need, you need a reliable <laughs> player to come in there and, and yeah. keep things afloat. How, how hard do you think you could pitch? 102. <laughs> <laughs> That is, don't ever change. Only a man wearing that shirt has that to kind quote, of confidence. To quote the person what a, nearest what and dearest to easily. your heart, you're embarrassing. Mm, right. Don't I you bet you it. I could get more hits off of you than you could get off of Jay. <sighs> you know what? He wouldn't be able to throw he, strikes. You the, know the, what? The, the to be honest, you got to throw it in the strike to zone. To be honest, hits. I'm, I'm be and that's a lot harder mm. than he thinks. I'm going to be completely honest with Please. you. Please. Please, I'm about sure time. He will. I would throw the ball so fast past him, he wouldn't even know to swing. <laughs> wouldn't even know. It, that's how quick he'd be like. He'd be sitting there like, did he throw that? Uh, <laughs> and it already been gone for I'll sure. Put my money on a bull. <laughs> Thank you. Taking, taking. Well, part of it's because you're betting on yourself, really. But <laughs> yeah. Well, I know he's not hitting. Uh, he's, he. That's Here's easy. the thing. Here's the thing. At easy it, money. At my late stage in life, at 57 years yeah. old, I do pitch to contact. Like, I, I'm around the zone. Yeah. I, I, I don't walk guys ever. Mm -hmm. Okay. I haven't walked anybody in like three or four starts. I'll tell you this. You won't know what's coming. My, between my fastball and my off-speed stuff, I'll just have you so off balance. <laughs> He's a confident fella. Just look at you might do you, Wait a minute. Do you think like Ken Griffey Jr. knew what was coming? Oh, let no. him work it out. Yeah, we do all you know think Aaron Judge you knows know what's coming? Please wear your baseball hat backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like the kid. Oh, all right, yeah. it's 11-10. Let's, go. Let's, go. Let's go. go. We've just been problem. bragging for 10 Focus minutes. Focus up. Bo, you're up first on this one because we missed you yesterday when we talked how does the Browns offense get over on the Jets defense. Today... How will the Browns' defense fare against the Jets' anemic offense? How do you see this playing? You know, out? I think this is a fascinating matchup. Tyvis and I were talking about this before the show. The Jets have a very interesting offense. Their quarterback stinks, although Joe Flacco, <laughs> Joe Flacco wasn't hideous last week, but he is what he, he is. Was Joe he, Flacco. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not a very good quarterback at this point. Their offensive line is terrible, awful, terrible. However, they have a very interesting skill group package mm -hmm. because I think they actually have a lot of really nice skill position players, but they have no stars. Like you look at the Panthers, they had McCaffrey a star, DJ Moore a star. I know you guys like Robbie Anderson more than I do. I think he's okay. And then they had nothing really else at skill position. No. The Jets are different. They have no stars on offense, at least not yet. Yeah. Because there's a lot of young players. But they've got much more depth than Carolina in terms of quality skill position players. They've got three or four good, solid receivers. They've got two really nice young running backs, and they've got two decent tight ends. But none of them are stars, and the Browns have stars at the key positions to deal with them. And ultimately, the biggest difference is 
the the Jets O-line is going to get destroyed by the Browns defensive line. And so I think their skill position players, who again, I think are a little underrated, pretty good for the Jets, will not be able to take advantage of it because they won't have time. To, to that point, if yeah. Flacco is forced to throw 50-plus times... Yeah, they got no shot. The, you know, it's it, a it's, win anyway. It's, it's just going to be pin your ears back and let's go. Obviously, that was a result of the what was going on in the game. When, sure. you, when you fall behind a couple of scores early, you're throwing every play. Yes. Um, if he throws 50 times, I think it's an easy Browns win. But yeah. the Jets do have good receivers. Like Again, nobody that's a star, guys, right. but they have good... Yeah. Like Corey Davis is a good wide receiver, yeah, they good just solid don't have player. they have a breakthrough guy yet. No, they don't. He not yet. on that roster, but we haven't seen it yet. Right. Correct. Ty. Yeah. Well, I think the same thing. I think they... It's going to have to come down to them running the ball because if you're asking Joe Flacco... To, to pass block. I think they had an injured left tackle, so they're down to their third string left tackle. Yep. And you got to go up against Miles Garrett. Like, he's never going to have time to get rid of the ball. So it will be a lot of quick game, <laughs> and it will have to be a lot of running the ball. I think you would have to give your offensive line a chance to be able to compete in this by running the ball. So if that doesn't happen and it turns into a big seven on seven, the Browns is going to win by double digit points because our secondary, I would put them up against anybody in the league. The way they handle everybody with G new Martin and Denzel. And then you got two safeties in the back. Those guys can check man to man for 60 plays if they needed to. Yeah. Where's the spread right now? Six. six. It, it hasn't moved. As of this morning, it was still six. Okay, I expect it to move. It was six and a half when I was using the restroom today. This okay, morning. I, I, yeah, I expect. <laughs> I, I guess it depends where you look. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> if you look in the restroom, it's. Six I and still a half. think before you guys jump in, I still think we got to realize: a in the NFL, most games are close, right? There's yeah. not a ton yeah, of blowouts in the NFL. Close. Typically, yeah. a score. right. It, 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 it's not like college where, like, when Ohio State plays Toledo, there's a huge difference in talent. Right. That's not the case in the NFL. It's arguable. And. Jacoby Brissett's not that good a quarterback. Right. So the Browns probably won't score a ton of points in any of these games. Yeah. So I, I'm not expecting, you know, like to expect an easy win. I, I just don't think any of these are going to be if easy. They, if they have an easy win on their schedule, it's this. I yeah. honestly believe yes, this is this the This would week. be the easiest yeah. on paper. Mike? I'm looking to the matchup, again, offensive line for the Jets. I'm looking to the, to the uh, Miles Garrett, George Fant matchup. Oh, I played yeah. with him in Seattle. He'll also be uh, playing. 20 bands. He'll also be taking it. on rookie fourth-round pick Max Mitchell at right. I don't know so, him. yeah, I'm really looking forward to that personally. And it's nice to see the Browns catching some breaks. We've had some times, I don't know if you guys have noticed this over the years, <laughs> where things haven't found Star Wars. No. And then you go to last week, and we probably, I mean, we, I was sitting there watching that, totally ready to watch that field goal miss and go home with a loss. <laughs> That's sad. And so were all the Browns fans around me. All of That's us just so had the sense sad. of acknowledgement. We're of just like, so this is how it happens. And then we made it. It and was too <laughs> script all the way up it to that. It was 100%. This week, we're playing against, I mean, not that the Jets were going to be great to begin with, but now we're playing against Joe Flacco, who's 37 and pretty much shot. I mean that, and we're playing against these rookie linemen, and that's a wonderful situation. Next week, look, or next game looks like TJ Watt might be out. Not that I want that. Right, he will be. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. he's going to be out. But his second opinion said right. no surgery. Not the whole needed. season, but he's going to miss a while. My yeah. large, and, and I don't think he'll be the same playing with a partially. No, game. totally. The larger point is normally these are things that break against the Browns, and it is just interesting in this weirdest weird years so far <laughs> to see things for some reason breaking for the Browns, and I don't know, I'm not a big believer in fate or anything, but 
I do. You got to acknowledge they, they're catching some breaks, yeah. and uh, I think this facing this New York Jets line right now with Jacoby Brissett is one of the biggest breaks they've, they've caught so far. You know how they say, you know, if in baseball they use, always say this. Well, the baseball gods always have a way of paying it back. Mm. Yeah. If that's true, we're going to win the next twenty Super Bowls. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're due. That's true in football. The Browns are owed for a lot <laughs> so from the football due. gods. We've never had the, the break score. But right. here's the thing. Again, I don't believe in fate, but I do believe in math. And mathematically, you're correct. They're due. You know, how many times, if you flip that quarter uh, a thousand times, eventually it's going to work out to 50-50. It will. Well, we are about we are about 3,000 flips due for that to land well, heads up. And maybe they'll all come this season and everything lines I, I up. I told Jimmy on the air Monday, I said, a um, little quick math, and if the Browns can somehow win the next 19 season openers, <laughs> they'll be at 500. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, it, and we'll call so, it even. Yeah, we'll call it the, even. Wasn't it the Jets a couple of years ago we, like, lost our receivers or something? Yeah, hmm. they had COVID. Yeah, that was last did. year. Yeah, we, yeah. We, no, no, that was, was two, oh, two, two years, years ago. ago. Two and then, like last year, then last, right, year, right, right. The yeah. last year, they big win was against the Cincinnati Bengals, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't, yeah. can't count them out. Yeah, no, never know. You can't, you can't count them can't. out. G. Bush, how's the, how, how do you see this matchup? Similarly to these guys? I, I see it in, in two facets. One. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It all, it's all about what you're doing first down. If you can get it to a point where you can be second and eight, second and nine, second and seven, this game should be an easy, it's a cakewalk. Because when you look at what they have on the outside and you have at quarterback, you want to get them in predictable downs and distances, right? If I'm the Jets, I come out and I play action heavy on first down because I want to get ahead of the sticks. It's all about the sticks in this game. Because if you watch the, the Cleveland Browns, and they have similar rosters, I, I think um, the, the Browns have better skill positions. But when you look at it going against good teams with quarterbacks, the Browns won't have that advantage. So they get bogged down a little bit when you get to – Five, so you know you do a second and seven, third and eights. That don't do ain't nothing in the playbook for them. Now you got to ask them to to improvise and extend plays. That's not their their strong suit. But what you think that is if you got rookies and unproven guys like Elijah Moore for the Jets yeah. and in a way worse offensive line. So when you're the Cleveland Browns, you actually want to challenge them in first down. If they want to go play action, they got to prove it to me. Like, you got to prove that early and often because I want to get you one, two-yard gains. And if we can get you down and on the other end of the football, we hit – we don't got to hit home runs every play, but the ones that's there, the wide-open ones, to Kareem Hunt, you got to hit it. The wide-open ones to Cooper, you got to hit it. I ain't even asking for the contested ones. If you can hit one out of the two of those and you can get up 10, you can get up 13, 13 or 10 against the Jets is might as well be 21. Yeah. Now you now they got to throw a the big hole. Now they got to throw. That's, and what now the, that's what the Ravens did yep. to them. I think their only touchdown against the Ravens was on their last drive of the yeah, game. Yeah, it was in Garfield. And the backups were. Yep. So, and, and by the way, guys, um, speaking of the defense, Tyvis before the show, is he doing this during the show, this breakdown? Yeah, he, no, he's going to yeah, do, do it, but 
Can I have the floor for one second? Yeah, oh, right. here he goes. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Miles Garrett got drug tested after last week. Of course he did. For possible steroids. The results came back. It's not steroids. He was just on so many Built Bars. That's why he's looking so <laughs> Yo, That'll Miles Garrett, an official endorser of Built Bars, and he told me this. personally his no, favorite not. flavor is cookie dough chunk puffs, 15 grams Disclaimer, of protein. Disclaimer, he's making this up. Are yeah. we yes, using Miles Garrett as a yeah, spokesman that, for the show? <laughs> That's why I wanted to get it out there. Yeah. Disclaimer, he's making this up. I was like, he didn't call me and tell me this. Not playing. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> yes, I believe that. And, yeah. you know, he's got that big contract, but even if you have a lot of money in the bank, you should still use the promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off. we got to get a graphic of Miles Garrett doesn't holding doesn't want 15% off. Nobody. We yeah. all want 15% off on Built Bar. That's Built.com. I got one question about Miles Garrett that I want to ask the panel Real question, and yeah. then Tybus, you're going to do your defense. Well, hold breakdown. on before well, I get I just, to that, I, yeah. because I don't think we finished. I, I just want to give some quick thoughts on how I think the Browns deep. What I think about the Browns defense. <laughs> no, no, that, that, this is related offense. to that. Okay, this is to that. go ahead. Is Miles Garrett going to break the sack record this weekend for the Browns? Well, that's our next topic, sacks. actually. So we're moving on to that. Just well, get your money. All, it's all in the same. No, I get your money. I get. Is he going to break the sack record this week? Because yes. By the way, I heard you on the on the morning call this morning. You you asked a very good question. This so. Clay Matthews has like 62. Right, well, that's ridiculous. It he has is a ridiculous. way more than and, that. And, and obviously, I think, where's Garrett? 60.5? I'm, he, I'm yeah, right here. 60. Okay, 5. there it is. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the answer to your question, as yeah. it was explained to me years ago. Yeah. You said, well, why don't they just go back and figure it out? They have all these games on tape, don't yeah, they? Yeah, no, they don't. Um, they don't have all the games on tape. Well, not back in the day. My, I think my no, dad does. No, and not only that, they yeah. don't have – now they keep, obviously, detailed play-by-play right. play records for every game. But mm -hmm. they didn't? They didn't. Even when Clay Matthews played, it wasn't that long ago. No, no. I know. It doesn't That's seem like bad. it was that long ago. But in yeah. the era that yeah. we've been watching football the last wow, 25 man. years, you can yep. find out how many blades of grass were knocked off a field during yep. the game. I feel like in baseball, like baseball reference has been able to get stats from the 1800s. Baseball, being America's it's sport, it's and being a stat-driven sport, yeah. yeah. The, the records are much, much better. But, you know, in baseball, interesting. I'm not sure that they're – I think they had to go back and count complete games. Which – because back in the day, everybody threw a complete game. Right, right, right. It was – yeah. So, it was easy. But, but it's mean, unfortunate they can't because Clay Matthews really had probably over 100 well, sacks. There were a lot of guys. How many half Deacon sacks? Jones, yeah, right. Deacon has. Jones. There were a lot of guys that would – when they – before <laughs> a stack was an official stat in right. the NFL. Shout out to – I met Deacon Jones, man. He, you talk about him talking trash. He Beast. talked the best trash. He said, he said, young fella, I had over 250 sacks. Before they was even counted, I had 250. Mm -hmm. I was like, and he's probably right. Probably right. come quarterback interruptions. Right well, you think like that? I mean, in those days, you could punch guys in the face in the middle of a play. I mean, yeah, that, that was when football was football. Yeah, it was crazy. And, uh, it, well, yeah, it was but, nuts. But, but it, still, I think Miles Garrett is going to break it because I think he'll get another two this week. Guys. I think he's going to tie it. Ooh, one, one and a half. half. One and yeah, half. I have. I, I because what's going to happen is. You got, a, you got a left tackle that's coming in that hasn't played. What are you going to do? You're going to give him some help. You're definitely going to have Uzama chipping yeah. before he does any release. Yeah. It's going to slow him down, but it's Miles Garrett is a freak, so he's going to beat it one time. Yeah, Clowney sack, might beat his record this, uh, instead yeah. because he'll be, they'll be so busy with Miles Garrett. Clowney <laughs> might get 215 sacks. <laughs> <laughs> one and a half. I got one and a half. <laughs> I think, I, not only I think he breaks the record, I think that he has an outside chance to break the, the all-time season single record. You look at the way this first four games are going to play out. You got this game against the Jets. Joe Flacco's a statue. Next week is Marcus Mariota. You can run into a lot oh, of Steelers sacks. next week. Steelers yeah. and Mariota yeah. run around and get you a couple sacks, and all you got to do is get a couple minus ones on him yeah. when he's scrambling. And then you got Mr. Trubisky and the Steelers, and they don't have a great offensive line. Those are four bad offenses. Those are four mm. bad offenses. If he gets to 10 in yeah. four games, look out.
Yeah, it's in his, it's definitely in his sights if that happens. A couple of things on Garrett. I know he was the highest rated NFL player after week one, pro football focus grades. I, 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 I always look at that with a grain of salt. I, just the eye test. I can't believe he was higher rated than Von Miller. Von Miller was a disruptive yeah, force in that first Bills game. Yeah, I, of all the games I, I, I watched, and I've been, you know, I've said this guy's overrated at times. I thought T.J. Watt was the best player. I thought, well, that I, thought I, he was, I thought he was. He very was all good over too. the place. He was oh, killing the bank. Oh, oh really? He was. He I got him wow, credit. I never thought I hear this from I got, you. Well, I'm honest about well, it. Okay. I give him credit. He well, was. I'm not, I never said he was bad. I know he was overrated. That's why I was surprised, Typhus. What am I missing on the grades? Because I here's how I grade. I thought Miles was really good too, but not as good as T.J. Watt. But I grade by the eye test yeah. and, and the impact that a player is having on the game. I mean, you got And Von Miller was Aaron Donald esque. I thought so too. In the Super the way he played in the <laughs> Super Bowl. So. Yeah. See, you got to. I, I, I look at it different, right? So you even when you get T.J. Watt and you get Von Miller, some time there are times where they drop in the coverage. Now you may not say, okay, well they're doing it. If you do that 15 points times in a game and they play 60, 70 snaps. Well, guess what? 15 times, that was a non-factor. But it shouldn't count against a player's yeah, rating. Well, 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 based on what he's asked to do on a given play, I always just say, does he do his job on that play? Well, when you, well, here's the thing. When you look at Miles Garrett and you talk about what he does on the, the, the run side of the game, it's not just about... How many tackles did Miles finish with? It's not just... How many? It's I don't know. Four, four. Four. Well, how many here have Four. It's not just about whether or not you get tackles as a defensive end. Right. It's do you collapse the pocket? It's do you control the offensive lineman so he can't move to the next level? Is it are you in the backfield? Are you you gotta have good hand placement? Do you have good a good pad level? All those things go into it where you can't really run the ball like you want to because he's yeah. consistently in his gap. And I it, factor in things we're not necessarily no, looking at. That's why I asked Tyvis yeah. because Tyvis obviously yeah. is much much more versed on how players grade out during film yeah. study. The other thing, I thought I thought Parsons for the Cowboys played an incredible game. I mean, he was yeah. disruptive. He, he was, was. He was in the backfield nonstop. I don't know where he graded out. I, didn't I, I don't know, but I was just, I, I'm just bringing that up. I don't want to, I'm funny, not like, slamming Miles And Garrett, like on I'm the surprised. surface, you thought Patrick Mahomes had the best game of the week, that he had the eighth best right, PFF Right, I grade. know. Now, that you was, don't want to overanalyze, like, you, that's, PFF to me is a bigger deal on the season, like, how, how it's going over a season, not one individual game necessarily, but but here's yeah. I, I'll say this I look at both though the micro yeah, sure. and the macro. Yeah, but you also one thing that people miss is you got to look at the all twenty two. If you just look at the regular side, right, side, you're missing stuff. You're not yeah. understanding. Well, okay, well I didn't really see that play, or I didn't see the totality of it. You to know, the, to I the end. I agree with that, particularly when you're talking about wide receivers, tight ends, corners, things that are happening deep in the secondary. But usually, until the ball is thrown. And then Miles' job, for the most part, is over. Miles is in the field of view for every defensive play that the Browns have. That's why, and I look at specifically at him for a lot of the plays. And I thought he did a great job. I'm not saying he didn't. I was just, I, I thought I saw Parsons was was also also yeah. very disruptive. Uh, for me, Von Miller was the bar for Week One. I just thought he was absolutely mm. tremendous. Tyvis, you, you've been writing down on this whiteboard. Oh yeah, you're going to break down. The, the defensive breakdown that led to the 75-yard touchdown. He's got two plays. Oh, yeah. okay. You're yeah. going to do two. Yeah, I'm going to do, do the Robbie Anderson one first. Right. So, and so, that was a breakdown. Yeah. Clearly. Co communication error. So, what happened is you got cover three. The play that we called it in San Fran was called Boston Reno. Boston is cover three. That's what it means to the whole thing. Reno is an adjustment. So, in this set, they came out in a slot set. So, if you look at it. 
if you look at the set, this right? shirt's so distracting. It's a yeah. don't, don't pay attention to the shirt. <laughs> All right. It's a nub side. So if it's, there's no eligibles. So Explain if, that because fans so might nub, not know what that is. Nub size means that there's no eligibles outside of this tight end that's on the ball. Yeah. So that means it turns into a slot set. So it, so now you check Reno. When you check Reno, this corner is on that is five yards back and outside of number one. The strong safety is ten yards off and outside of number two. This free safety has the uh, the post and this corner is man to man on this tight end. So he's got everything on yeah. that side. So he has short nothing to do with that. Okay. So the route that you got was you got a deep post from Robbie. You got a ten yard out there. You got a chip block on Miles and then you got a guy going to the flats here. So what happened is. The problem, you, these two corner and safety, so this is G new, this is J3. The problem is you have to read number two and see if he running a route under 10 yards. If it's now, under, when you say number two, how, oh, how number, you count? So you count receivers outside in. Yeah, one, okay. two, three. All the eligibles. One, two, three. So number two is this Z right here. They're reading him to see if he goes under 10 yards. If it's a route under 10 yards, this corner is going to trigger on it and take it. J, J3 is going to take over the top. Well, and happened? he still has help over the yeah, top. Yeah, still the, he's in the post. Right. He has nothing, and, no responsibility. And the at one all. or the X is Robbie Anderson. The yeah. two or the Z yeah. is DJ Moore. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. So what happened is he ran it at ten yards and ran out, which is kind of it's a gray area because it's like G News looking like is that nine yards? Is that right. ten yards? So they both erred on the fact that we just gonna jump him, and they left him. Wide open, but if you're going to make a mistake, don't you want to make the you safe all, mistake? They made the risky yeah. mistake. Now, right now, now, Tyvis, don't most teams specify at what yard marker they want to take that that out route, right? Yeah, it's it's most, about ten and up. Yeah, yeah. But it might be different in different it, schemes. Right, yeah, different yeah. might be different scenarios. So, so you're just talking about your knowledge from the for the from for the, the Niners yeah. defense. So anyways, so they both jumped this and left Robbie Anderson. However, even though both of them messed up. Dale Pitt still should be here in this post. That's his, that's his, his area. His responsibility on this is he's looking for this deep over route by number two. If that, if number two cancels himself out, his eyes should go to number one, and it should have took him to this post. He got too locked in on Baker and let Baker scramble around that he didn't get enough depth, and Robbie Anderson ended up behind him. Yeah. So that's what happened. So, so what, had two guys blew it on the play. So what's going to probably happen is how we fixed it when I was in Seattle and San Fran is they made this. If it's a bubble, go. If it's something right now, go. If it's anything down the field, just play it out because it's too, it's too much of a gray area to figure out what distance this is. So if it, it has to be right now. If it's an arrow route or a bubble, the corner's going to trigger. If not, just play Hi, it. I, I know one of the, everybody wants to circle that and say this was a defensive breakdown. Yes. What's amazing to me is that there are way more of those in the NFL. Yes. I mean, it, well, so you, we, it, it comes with chemistry. You got it. That's why the chemistry of it all Tyus, is in important. the beginning of that play. Let's say it is 10 yards. Let's okay. say they're going 10 yards. Yeah. Does does John Johnson have to say to uh, who was the corner on that outside? Do you oh, do you know? Does he say to him, hey, it's, it, you know, 35 yard line. Does somebody scream out the specific yard no, line or no. you know it, right? You, I mean, because because typically if I'm at 10 yards, if I'm at safety and I'm at yeah. 10 yards, you're lining up. That's there? where I'm at. Oh, like yeah. if he's breaks from, if I'm, of course, I'm gonna take a couple steps back. But if yeah. I know where I was standing, if he breaks there, that's mine. So it's really spatial awareness, basically, and it's yeah. happening in warp speed. Yeah, it's all yes. fast, and, and and that's why I'll be telling people when they be like, yo. They should just they can make this guy a safety and make him a corner or they could make a defensive end a linebacker. And I say you just can't do that because it's about learning space right. to uh, like perception 10 yards. 
They may say you need to be your landmark is the hash mark at 10 yards. And you as a defensive lineman, you have no spatial recognition. You've never mm -hmm. done that before. You don't know what that landmark looks like. You, so that's why right. a lot of people never get depth enough to cover certain routes. Now, when you're playing these positions that you used to play in, right? You used to your body. You, it's like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You do it all the time. Yeah, the, what's the word? Muscle, repetition muscle memory, yeah. right? Like, you, you, muscle memory. You just do it. You, you, but anyway, go ahead. Oh, so the this next, is the tight end. So play. This is the tight end play right here. So I got to break it down to y'all. So they're in cover three again. That's the that's basically what they love to specialize in. So how do you beat cover three? Well, you run four verticals because it puts it puts the safety in a bind. Okay. So what happened is typically you would have this nickel would be a buzz player and this safety, the strong safety would carry the tight end. But you can't do that because this running back is gun near. So typically you run it gun far, you can do that. But when the running back is gun near, if he was to go out to the flats and he carries them, yeah, nobody no, has it. No. So they, they have to they have to make a danger call. Boom, he makes the danger call to him, he relates it to him. Now he's the buzzer, this safety leans over here, and this nickel is the carry guy. Well, what happened was, I think it was Denzel that was running off the field or running on the field. It was obviously a tempo situation, mm -hmm. and he's never played nickel before. He's an outside corner. So J3 is trying to tell him, carry that, and I'm going to have to lean back. Well, what happened is J3 got caught trying to tell him that, that they both ended up taking this guy. Dale Pitt has to go respect to the flats, and this right here was wide. Wide open. And when you say in, in the – the, the adjustment is when you're in gun far or near. Gun, and ne near is to, to near, the field, to near the boundary. is when the running back is to the to the tight end. Okay. Far is when the running back is away from. And that. you said danger call. Is that a hand sign? Is that so danger bus was like this? Okay. So technically, it's, if it's seam alert, so if it's gun far, he would say seam alert. So you tell the safety seam alert. That means I'm carrying mine. You lean that way. Well, if it's danger and the back is on this side and it's danger, you give him the danger call. Now he's the buzzer. He leans to him, and this nickel carries this. And do we know how he ended up in that nickel situation? And it was why a that? it was a temple situation. So I, I think what happened was the play before, because Denzel was rotating. He, it was a couple of series where he wasn't in. So this had to be the series that he wasn't in the game. Mm -hmm. They got the first down or whatever. They went tempo, switched the personnel. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and, and caught us. and caught us off yeah. guard. So right. he was caught running on the field. They should be prepped for but that. But right? and you couldn't tell you couldn't tell nobody to go to nickel because I'm sure G knew was all the way mm -hmm. over here and he's the nickel. And so he's like, you know so what? Really play nickel this this round. And, and there's a lot of people that don't understand that your your technique and your rules change from boundary corner, field oh, yeah. corner, and it's nickel corner. It's, it's just they just don't play defensive back. Big difference. Right. One last question before we bring in Leroy. In, in the instant that it takes mm -hmm. for a player to danger, yeah. If he looks away at danger for one second, and he didn't see it. And it's, it's a millisecond. It's over. It's a wrap. <laughs> right, yep. Right. It's a big, big I mean, it, big it, that's bus. why I say it's absolutely stunning to me, and it really drives home what great athletes these guys are. Not just physically, but also to process all this mentally. That we don't have breakdowns like this right. way more often. Well, it it's comes, incredible. It comes with communication. It comes with chemistry. You know, when you get a group of guys that's played together for years, you kind of everybody can look at the formation and be like, "Oh, this is what this is." So everybody you're sharing the same brand, know, right? What, yeah, mm -hmm. you should all know. You look at the formation, you're like, "The running back is to that side." Oh, it has to be dangerous. That was great. I mean, I, that that was absolutely you're not getting phenomenal. that stuff anywhere else. We need to do more of that each week. Okay, any, any breakdown? Never I got thought you. about coaching. Yeah. Huh? 
Me? Yeah, no interest in that? I did, actually. I had some interest, but uh, it's a long story. He'll get it. That's why. No, it's not even that. It's the fact I went to to try to do it at Ohio State, yeah. and they didn't have any GA positions yeah, open yeah. for Oh, me. I see. So I think you'd be excellent at it. Well, thank you. And, and, this, and, and that's why, guys, <laughs> when you think about it, like in the beginning of last year when there were so many new guys in that secondary, it was a lot that's of, why they struggled. Yeah, sure. a lot of right? coach buffs. And, and they figured it out by the second half of the season because that communication right. got a lot better. And this last game, they played so well, but yeah, these two breakdowns led to two huge plays. Yeah, Which but is, there are but also they're, some they're small. breakdowns that people don't take advantage of. Absolutely. Yeah. Like how many yeah, times Amari Cooper Well, that's exactly right. You and you just all... get lucky because Baker's trying to, or somebody, or mm -hmm. either Jacoby Brissett or Baker is trying to throw it, and you're dependent upon them to see it and take advantage of yeah. it. Yeah. So the quarterback has to happen. see it and then have the arm the to get it. The better the quarterback, the more often they're going to take advantage you're, of you're that mistake. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, McNuggets, do you have a read before we bring in Leroy, or we just bring him in? Let's bring him right in. Leroy Horde, we haven't talked to you since the opening week win. Leroy, Leroy, I'm mad at you. Don't say nothing to me about Whoa. fantasy. I don't want to hey. hear it. I don't want to hear it. Ty, I just have a question. Nope. I don't have, I have an answer. I have a question. Don't have an answer. Why you dress like Craig's uncle and <laughs> next Friday? Because I'm your Uncle Elroy. I don't care how you get it. Fine. <laughs> He's like, I got Versace. Yeah, that, that's exactly what this is. It's Versace, baby. Mm -hmm. You should smell it in here, Leroy. Yeah. He used half a bottle of a Versace before he nah, went that's to the uh, this, this cologne I got on is uh, Bond number nine, Lafayette. No, no, I got the Versace on today. Kevin Versace. <laughs> Leroy, as a guy who used to beat up guys that tried to tackle you, you were a big bruising back. You must be. Mm -hmm. a, you must really appreciate a guy like Nick Chubb. This guy never goes down on the first tackle ever, and he always falls forward. Uh, always. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, you. You hear me talk about the Browns, and I will say this every week. I don't care who your quarterback is. Your identity is running the football. And whatever you do, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, Tom Brady is your quarterback, it don't matter. It's starting with Nick Chubb. And that's just, look, sometimes you end up falling into the type of team you're going to be. Sometimes you end up falling into your identity. Accept it. <laughs> Accept it. Yeah, keep doing it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't care who the quarterback is. We tend to make things so much about, and the quarterback is an important position. I'm not denying that. Okay? But sometimes guys get quarterbacks that have success, and they start uh, going away from their identity because the quarterback is having success. And then when you get in those crunch times, when you get in pressure situations, you have nothing to fall back on. So when I talk about this season and how this season is going to play out with Jacoby Brissett, be who you are and who you've been. And that should be able to carry you because you are excellent, not good, excellent at running the football and playing defense. What you what you got to say about Dearness Johnson being a healthy scratch? Look, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those situations where um, it's not because he's not talented, but there's gonna be five or six guys on your team that are gonna rotate with that depending on who you play, and and that's just the way it is. 
Sometimes it's a DB. Sometimes it's, you know, and, and you have to understand that those guys who play special teams mm-hmm. are going to be the guys that going to seem to be active every week, even they don't play a lick of uh, offense or defense. So a lot of it goes into that. But he is the the third running back. And when you got a healthy Nick Chubb, you have a, a healthy Kareem Hunt, and you basically do one back, but now they're starting to use them both, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Kind of that, that West Coast look with the two backs in the back for you. Um, you know, it's going to shorten his opportunities to, to, to be able to play. That's just that's just how it is with, you know, maybe five or six guys on every football team. By the way, I think the rule's stupid, guys. I think every I think all 53 should be allowed to play. And if one team has some injured guys and bring up guys from the practice squad, it seems dumb. It is such a brutal sport. Like, why not let all 53 be out eligible? Here's the here's the here's the other thing. You paying them anyway? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let them play. You paying them anyway? <laughs> It would really suck that you have, say, a a quarterback that you drafted high, and he's not ready yet, so he's the 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 third guy. And the two guys get hurt, and you got your first or second rounder holding the clipboard, yeah, and can't play. Right, it's dumb. Right, like, it happens, that's it why you often. make those right. It happens a lot. It happens more than you think. Because when the, guys what's get the hurt, what's rationale behind it, Leroy? Like, wh- why? Is I don't that? know. I don't know. I don't know either. I can't give any good reason why they couldn't I mean, have fifty-three guys play. Think about this. Think about this. Here's even what's more incredible. They've expanded the roster in every other yeah. way. Right. You can have more practice squad guys. Yep. You can have more guys in camp. You can have. Why would you do all that knowing the injuries that take place? And still keep the 46-man uh, game day roster. And Leroy, oh it I, makes I, no sense. I, no. One, one of the things that is most surprising to me is it, at some point this becomes a safety issue. Because if the team, if a player knows that he's got nobody behind him to come in and spell him, he's more likely to stay out there because the team needs him. And then you're likely likely to go ahead and yep. injure yourself even more than you already are. Hey, <laughs> no, no, I ain't down. I ain't down with that. I, you don't I, think look, guys that are already hurt I, that keep playing I play, can't get more? Hey, I I played every game to not come out. If you want me out, you better call me because I ain't no, just coming out. No, that's my point, Leroy. But that's my point. But ain't got, got nothing to do. It ain't got nothing to do with who's available. Well, if yeah, but let's just use it as an example. And this is a good. This doesn't work in this scenario because you have one kicker. But the other night, uh, Kansas City's kicker had a bad ankle. And Ooh, he, did you see the the safety? He can yeah, kick. Just three. Yeah, I know. It was unbelievable. I, wanted, yeah. I actually wanted to see him kicking a game. But what was crazy was Butker came in there and kicked like a 55-yarder with a one-step approach. Did he? Yep. One step. And so my, my yep. point here is, and, and the kicker's a bad example. He's not going right. to come out. He's going to. He, I'm the only guy that can kick the football. But he's doing it on he, a bad he, ankle. What what if he on a one step approach where now you're changing everything for a kicker? What if he right. what if he rolls his ankles, got a high ankle sprain, and he's out for eight weeks? Again, not a good example because you don't have a hey. backup kicker on the right. roster. But if you have yeah, you if, do, yeah, you do. You do, everybody but you got, don't. Everybody got somebody that yeah. you could get by with. A right, couple you of do. Kicks. But let's face it, I've seen teams say, "Screw it, I'm not letting the defensive end kick extra points. We're going to go for two every time." 
Right. Uh, my, that, point that's is, true. my point is, uh, Leroy, wait, I just uh, think it could be a safety issue down the line if a team, and I know players never, ever want to come out, but if, and I know you never wanted to come out, but if there's a player that's playing a position and he knows there is no next man up, I got to go. And, yeah, then, and then further injures himself. To me, I would think that the players' union would say, we're, we're 53 guys on the team, 53 guys are eligible to play. It's just dumb. I, I think that they should do that. But as far as the injury thing, you're just playing football. Yeah. You ain't think about that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like injuries happen. I, there's certain there's certain positions. I don't care what happened. You ain't coming out anyway. <laughs> right. so, yeah, like Leroy, we see so guys like, that do like, come out all the time. It happens all the time. Guys come out of the game for injuries. Well, you know what? Nick Chubb comes out of the game. You know why? Because Kareem Hunt is behind him. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of that, let me get to Off let's topic. get to that. Let's get to you said West Coast. You said when they got the West Coast thing going with two backs. I saw your face. Yep. You, you smiled a little bit. You, you, you felt like With you were Radman and, uh, yeah, yeah. and Roger Craig. Roger Craig, yeah, split backs. How did yeah. you like how Stefanski used uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb? And what, what kind of wrinkles do, were you thinking about when you saw that game? Uh, think, about, think about this. You have probably two of the most unique backs in the league in that they both can carry the ball. They both can go out on pass, pro, pass routes and they both can pass protect, okay? So when you put those two guys in the backfield, they have no idea which way you're going to go. You would like to think, oh, they're going with Nick Chubb. That's their horse. And then Kareem Hunt get the ball. You, you see what I'm saying? They fake it to Kareem Hunt, and Chubb goes in the flat. They fake it to Chubb, and Kareem goes in the flat and runs a little iso route or something along those lines. So from that standpoint, it just it just expands, especially again. Think about this. Think about where your start point is. Your start point is running the football to give um, Jacoby Brissett as much space as possible to make plays. Mm. And when you do that, now you standing two backs in the backfield, and the defense has no idea which way you're gonna go. I mean, you saw you saw Ty break it down, right? Throw another back in the game <laughs> and watch all hell break loose. He's gonna be like, "Dicky jump, Dicky jump." He's gonna know what to do. He sound like mystical danger, right? Right. No, but here's here's the deal. And, and to Tyvis's point about how they do things for an offense, we have checks too. Mm. So our right, our routes adjust based on single safety or double safety. Mm -hmm. Our routes on the outside adjust versus single safety or or um, double safety. And so you got this game being played. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Here's what's so funny about defense. Because I heard <laughs> Tyvus breaking that down. I heard him breaking it down. He said, you ride him until 10 yards. And I'm thinking... That's if the receiver run the right damn route. Because <laughs> you know some some receivers, yep. some receivers, as soon as they get a defender in their face, they break their route short. Mm -hmm. So it would suck to have a coverage breakdown because the receiver ran the wrong route. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's, why, crazy. Just, that's why I just said they're going to fix that. If it ain't right now, right. don't even worry about it. Right. <laughs> 
and, 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 and not for nothing. But let's be clear. And you know, I always have this thing about defenders. Because they doing all that comical stuff back there. They got signals. They waving. If a guy moved, they panicking. Ah! Bullshot! Ah! Hey, they going crazy. Leroy, look, it ain't nothing. Listen, it's easy when you line up, but when them pieces get to moving, oh, it's a yeah, panic. Oh, my yeah. goodness, what I got? Look, but, <laughs> but here's the deal. From the offensive perspective, you go in motion and you look across the field and you see all them gyrations and all you doing is going to the other side and blocking and you just laugh. <laughs> you just laugh. You just laugh. They done changed their whole defense and we got a run play going away. Right? Yeah. All we tried to see is if it's man coverage or not. That's it. You do a little motion, see what's happening, and That's then go all. about your day. Yeah. And y'all, y'all, oh my goodness. Mm. So, you know, I would say this. There's a lot of breakdowns in coverage. And 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 it's simply for the things that Tyvis was talking about. They have so many rules, and the coaches will emphasize how many yards? How many yards before you break this up? Ten, coach. All right. And they sticklers on that. But football is a flowing thing. It, it's adjustments being made. If it's, guess what? If it's third and seven, you might cut that off at eight. If it's third and 12, you might go that same run at 13 yards. We got rules too. I know you guys watching games, you hate when a receiver catch a ball. It's third and 10 and he catch a nine yard pass. You want to go out there and kick him in the butt. (laughs) So there's, there's adjustments to the same plays just because of football and their rules are thrown all off because we play football. Yep. So it happens a lot. It happens because we don't know that one extra step that changes the coverage. We just know we trying to pick up a first. We trying to find an open spot. We trying to just, you know, move the ball down the field. And they're the stickler to these rules. It happens a lot. Now, here's the problem. As an offense... We're looking at a certain side of the ball. You are reading a certain man for coverage. So if he breaks that coverage and you looking at him, you can have a guy on the other side of the field running by himself and the quarterback not even looking that way. And so we look at the quarterback and say, why he hit that open receiver? Because he ain't looking over there. So it works both ways. And it's amazing. And and it's when you watch a football game, and you watch all these moving pieces, it is actually amazing that football can be played with all the things that could go wrong. And that's why when you get a chance, when Jacoby gets that chance to hit an open guy, you got to hit him. You better hit him. You have to. You got to hit him for this reason. Because it will take that defense, (laughs) when they go to the sideline, and they will change everything they do. Okay. Amen. Am I lying, Thomas? No, you are. No, Am I lying? that's true. You're right, Leroy. To <laughs> that point. To that point. To that point. Obviously, you're playing the Jets this week. The the big yep. talk in the offseason was the Browns' wide receivers, right? There was a lot of concern about the wide receivers. Amari Cooper yep. was open a number of times. Uh, Jacoby couldn't get him the ball. 
Donovan Peoples-Jones, I thought, had a nice game. Schwartz had that early drop, but he made a big catch on that final drive. Getting into the second game against the Jets defense that didn't play well. We don't expect it to be good. I know we want to be run first. I'm with you, especially with – I know you say quarterback doesn't matter. I'm definitely with you with Jacoby, 100%. I get what you're saying. That's their personality, yes. But Jacoby's got to hit those guys when they're open, right? He's got to make those plays. You're right. That that is something you don't want to ke- don't want to catch up to you. You got to show the league and you got to show all these teams that if you slip and if you pay too much attention to the run, that we can beat you over the top. That has that's something that you have to make a point of getting through. And whether that means first play of the game, play action over the top, you got to let them know it's going to be one of those type of games where you're going to be guessing what we're going to do. Um, now, if you have a success running the ball, who cares, right? Sure. But here's here's the deal. I think that Jacoby's eyes need to be looking at the right area of the field at all times because there was a couple of times where he identified the open receiver but it made the throw much tougher because he was late. Mm. You see what I mean? And what happens is, is say if you have a guy deep down the field and you see that safety coming across because you took too long to get to it because you got some backside action, which Tyvis was talking about, right? That safety roll up on uh, the safety on the Browns rolled up to the wrong side and that tight end was going across the field, going up the field. If you wait and somebody has speed to catch up, then you feel you got to rush the throw. And what happens is the throw ends up sometimes being errant because he's trying to throw it too hard. He's not, you know, he's not just putting it in the bread basket and just throwing a little teardrop. He got to rifle it because he waited too long. So I just want to know when they watch film, is that one of the things that they have to kind of pay attention to? I don't know if that's the case, but to me, and we've all seen it, those open throws came a little bit late. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and that's why maybe they were off a little bit because he waited so long he felt like he had to rush it. What'd you make of uh, David Njoku's production? <laughs> uh, look, I think as time goes on, he is going to be a more pivotal uh part of the offense we've heard that a lot. um just with <laughs> just with his ability and what he does and how he you know is able to kind of control the middle of the field i think that one of the reasons why uh amari cooper and schwartz and and donovan people jones was was open was because a lot of times they were afraid to leave the middle of the field open and that's Njoku's face. And so, right, you have to look at the big picture. See, we can all look at, go back and look at, well, why didn't so-so have more catches? Why didn't so-so have more catches? Why didn't, well, one, because you were controlling the line of scrimmage and you didn't have to throw it that much. But two, um, one of the reasons why uh, Njoku didn't have enough, uh, that many uh, targets was because the ball was going outside. Right. Now, if you complete those passes, you complete those two passes, we're having a totally different conversation. You aren't kidding. 
So instead of harping on who's catching what, let's get those passes completed. And we're having a whole different conversation. And how do you because do that? Because you so take those two passes, you see. add another 70 yards to that. Now you're talking about, you know, 230, 240 yards mm-hmm. with 200 yards rushing. You had yourself a day offensively. So how are they, what are they doing so to So I don't want to be, I'm, I'm going to be real hesitant in making two plays a determinant factor of how people play. How, how how many times would you have Jacoby Brissett throw the ball this week? I I, I think his sweet spot is twenty to twenty five times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? You you thinking you thinking you're gonna have and and here's what what throws it off a little bit. They had so many plays, like they could try everything. Hey, we we ran that play earlier. They tried the other one. Like, they just had so many plays. The time of possession, everything was in their favor. But if you can run the football, and then here's the thing, Jacoby Brissett, I think he'll be better off with the play action and not having to just drop back and read a field. Mm-hmm. You know? Give a little play fake. Give you a little rollout, a three-quarter rollout. You, you, you're only reading one side of the field. Right? You got a backside. And then you got the front side, and you work in the zones, short, medium, and deep, and you go from there. He can make those throws. Leroy, is it? But here's the deal. You got to be able to make – look, when they give you an opportunity for a big play, because here's what what sucks when you're a fan of a football team. Doesn't it always seem like the other team don't miss? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It always seems like when you you, uh, mess up a coverage, they don't miss. So, miss. so, you know, and so I'm like, wow, we had some plays like that too when they busted the coverage and the ball was rolling on the turf. So they'll get better at that. Get Leroy, better at that. Leroy, is there anything that the Jets have on there offensively or defensively that you see as an issue that can cause issues for the Browns? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Offensively, they got some decent receivers. Okay? They, they really do. Um, but you got questions about the quarterback, whether you can get it to him. So that's always going to be an issue. They're going to try to run the ball, too. And, and I'm going to tell you what I would do. I don't care what team that I play for. If I'm facing Jadavian Clowney, I'm facing Miles Garrett, basically what I would do is this. I'm going to run the ball up the middle. I'm going to double team one of your, your D tackles. And I'm going to see if they're going to keep trying to rush the passer. <clears throat> and I'm going to put pressure on them that way. You have to do it. You have to make Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney look up and not just know it's a pass play. Now, what changes that is when you stuff that run on first down and now you're in second and third and long, 
<laughs> not the table set. The table set, you would already put yourself in that situation. So they gonna try to do whatever they can to avoid uh, being in a passing situation. Also, don't be shocked if it's third and five and third and six, and instead of throwing it, they just run a little draw. Why they not? just run the football. I mean, they're, they're don't backs. be shocked. They yep. had two backs right. that averaged almost. I mean, Hunt was almost five yards a carry. That's right. And Chubb was well Six over. Seven. Speaking of two backs, well, yep. I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Jets. I'm talking about the Jets. We, we got to make you a two back uh, interview right here. Speaking of two backs, Robert Smith, come on in, man. There he is. Now it's a party. What's up? What's going on, man? A lot of a lot of excitement with Miami, right? Yeah. I think I think we um I think we did do a little two back. We did a little bit. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do we didn't we didn't do a whole lot of it. But man, I was just, I, I was did a little front. bit just to kind of keep them honest. Yeah, but I would say yeah, I would look back at I would look back at Robert and I say, hey, don't expect nothing great, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey realistic <laughs> expectations on what this block is going to look like, right? And you got, yes. Hey, there, there are those. There are those road graders, and there are those guys that, hey, like the quarterback, I'm just going to get in this guy's way. You handle the rest, partner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you think a collision with the football was bad? Try being a lead blocker at 220 pounds against a guy that's 260. Yeah. You Cut just add, I'm just like, oh. And, and then and then the coach will come to you and say, hey, we 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 gonna uh we gonna run this lead play. We just keeping them honest. <laughs> I say ain't nothing honest about me running up in there. <laughs> but yeah, we did we did it a, we did it a couple of times. We did it a couple of times. We did um, you know, well, we, we had did some, some we had some, some we had some third we had some third down stuff. Now you know uh, David Palmer was our normal third down guy, but we had some packages sometimes where we would be in there on on third downs together too. Let me, hey, 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 Robert, yeah, let me yeah. just grab it for a second. It, it, when you when Cade York goes to, to switch ahead to the last last week's game, when Cade York goes to kick that field goal with the whole history of the Browns in Week One, were you thinking he was going to miss that kick? Uh, you know, here's the, here's the like everything that led up to it too, right? Yeah. Like, you know, all the all the mistakes. There's like a like penalties and just everything going on, and of course Baker. You know, goes down and they're able to they're able to get that field goal. I mean, it just it it seemed like absolute. There was no chance he was going to make that, and that's a, that's encouraging. How about hitting, right? how, Robert? How about hitting the net? Hitting the net from fifty eight. Halfway just, home. just barely cross. I mean, it was it, it, but that's you know, it, I don't want to say one. You never say that one game is a trend, right? But that's a what? It's the first opening game, or opening uh, opening weekend win since two thousand four or two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah. And the, but ev- the way everything was shaping up in that game, I just know Browns fans everywhere were just like, well, of course, this is the way it's supposed to happen. So as much as you, and you're right, Leroy, like all those times you say, wait a minute, why does the opposing team never miss that open wide receiver? <laughs> like, why do they never <laughs> miss those kicks? Well, that kick went. The kick went through, and Cade York. I know there's been a lot of talk and celebration about the young man. I'm glad that he was able to come through in a big, big moment like that. Under, under, and you know, you guys got to know that me and Robert are scarred by kickers. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So, I, <laughs> was it '98 or? 
when Anderson yeah. missed. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, y'all's team was cold back then. Y'all had they were good. I, we all thought everything. they were going to the Super Bowl. Jake Reed, Randy Moss. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, were 15 you to one, I think, that year in the regular season. Yeah, but the Falcons, Falcons were good. Plans. The Falcons were good team. <laughs> they were a good team, but you had the players ready. They had a kicker that makes well, kicks. But yeah. But here's the thing. Gary Gary had been, I think he was 37 for 37. That he didn't yes. miss one pick all yep. year long. All I year know. long. Yep. It, was, uh, it, was a, it was a 30, it was a 37 yarder. Oh, yeah. that's up, even worse. We that's a chippy for him. We were, hey, and we were up 27 to 20 at the time. And the, and, and, you know, they have the cannons that go off when the field goals get made and the damn cannon went off. It looked like <laughs> made it. Premature, <laughs> premature celebration. Hey, get him on the Zoom, too. Get Wait that kicker second. on the Zoom. We get, we, get in the lock, we get in the locker room. We get in the locker room. They're like banners, like congratulations. Yeah. And, oh, and, my like, goodness. They cut stuff down. <laughs> hey, I wow. played. How about this? You want to do brutal. something crazy? I played in every NFL stadium except one. Dang. That year, the Super Bowl was in Miami. <laughs> and I never played in Miami. That's and the only one you never I played in? The, no, I could see the fireworks from my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's brutal. Brutal. I'm like, why? Like, I'm getting cursed. Uh, oh, that's hurt. Now, oh, that's the worst. And now you're here with us. I, you know what? We talked about the kicking, right? So we talked about the kicker. Go through the emotions of seeing Baker Mayfield put 17 up, like in that fourth four quarter. Because I was starting to get sick too. I was on the I was on the post game, and I'm looking around like, nah, this Dude, can't be it. Can't happen. Dude, this can't you. happen, bro. And this, we can't do this. You actually man. turned into a white dude. I did. Uh -huh. <laughs> she just oh, my man. He's got no color right now. But I keep saying this. I keep saying this. That if Baker, if you were that confident in Baker making those plays, he would still be a Brown. <laughs> why? Why? Like, at some point, Baker gonna be Baker. Yeah, it was just. A, it was just. That's it why was he's not early. a Brown. That's why you look for a different quarterback. <laughs> so, what, was I nervous? Yeah, because the worst thing. Look, the same thing happened to us in '98. We came out the second half, and what did you say? The only thing we can't do is give up a big play. And I'll be damned as soon as that happened, <laughs> 70 yards down the field. Got him. Right? So when it got to that crunch time for the Browns uh, Sunday, I say, well, as long as they don't make a, a give up a big play, we good because it's taking them forever to move the ball. Yep. And lo and behold, 75 yards. I'm going to quit saying that. I'm not saying that no more. As long as. Nope. Not saying it. The hex is off, well, Leroy. Honest opinion, though. Honest opinion. What did you think? What did you think of that roughing penalty? Ooh. It was kind of. It, it was, was hell. I've said medium. this 10 times already. Look at the replay. It was helmet to helmet. They no, it wasn't. They it was, no, it wasn't. Go look hey, at the no, replay. No, no. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It was helmet to helmet. It wasn't forcible helmet to helmet. And yes. they've said. That's the difference. The official the officials have said this this season that there's going to be an emphasis and they're going to try and eliminate those roughing the uh, passer penalties. And that was, a, I mean, it was helmet to helmet in the yeah. technical sense. Like, I think their face they touched. Might have Ooh. touched. 
Who is the referee? Was, Tim Donahue. I'm glad those refs. <laughs> glad those refs hey, made listen, it a week. I thought the pass. I thought the roughing the passer earlier in the game on the Browns was a worse call. That was. I thought so too. Oh, you're talking about it was a. Uh, it was in the back of the. It was Brian. The Brian? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brian. Like, how's he supposed yeah. to in midair not let all of his body weight land on the quarterback? I, yeah, but honestly, I don't. I don't buy it. That man, defensive lineman is absolutely. <laughs> 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 These guys jump through hoops. They do all types of matrix stuff. Don't tell me you. Says can't one of the greatest <laughs> athletes in don't the world. Don't tell me you can't hit the quarterback. He knows the ball's gone. Okay, he knows the ball's gone. We had we had a couple of these, and the, you know, I called the Commanders and Jaguars the other day. We had a couple of these in the game where quarterback gets rid of the ball. They come in, they hit them after the play. That's fine. They're going to give you a couple steps. You can hit them. You know damn well he doesn't have the ball anymore. <laughs> Don't put your weight on him. That's, that's really not that hard. Dude. Not if you're the Matrix. Uh, hey, Nero, yeah. we got to let you go, man. Um, we will talk to All you right. again next week, bro. Have a great weekend. Yeah, Leroy. We'll see you next right. week. Thank you. I'm going to lose your fantasy match. Go hey, play. hey, Thomas. Hey, you didn't win in fantasy football. You can't wear that shirt. <laughs> Robert, don't he, he, he looked like Craig Uncle. Get the camera off You can't off wear me. that shirt. Hey, by the way, you can't wear that shirt. Leroy, you need hey, to wear a white that, T-shirt. Yeah. That's, 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 that's when, uh, uh, what's the, 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 the son in, um, and uh, the Cosby Show made that Gordon Goutreau shirt or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Ohio yeah. yeah. We got we got to look that somebody somebody's you know got to look that skirt up from that from that show. You know what? The, y'all don't understand fashion. <laughs> yeah, well, like, that is that's a Theo Huxtable. No, it's a sweet shirt. No, it's it not. This is right Tupac now, dog. By I think itself. I think it remind. I thought first thing I thought when I saw it was the big guy from Cool Runnings. Remember the big guy with the bald head? <laughs> yeah. He was badass. That guy though. Hey, that's not an insult. By, by the way, Chad, I gotta ass. be winning by now. <laughs> that tag team. What is what is the, what is the ball, what's the ball at now? <laughs> In the it's post. close. It's close. Is this yeah, it's, close. it's almost. We'll, we'll I would, results at the end no of the offense, show. No offense, G. I love you, but I would vote for Tyvis. Thank you. I would. Rob, right. Robert, what did you think of the Buckeyes this week, man? Oh, I, 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 all right, right guys. I'm out. Just reset. All right, Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.